This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. Hi, I'm Paul Bindig from Personal Best, and welcome to Achieve Maximum Effectiveness. Stick around because in episode six, I'm going to give you the basics to excellent service. A Kangaroo Fern production. Hi, and welcome to episode six in Achieving Maximum Effectiveness. My name is Paul from Personal Best, and today we're going to talk about the basics to delivering excellent service. And I really mean basics. There's four points I want to talk about in relation to basic excellent service. Now, why am I using the words basic and excellent at the same time? It's pretty simple. Every single company, every single business will tell their staff and will tell their customers the difference between us and our competitor who's exactly like us except they have a different logo and a different coloured shop is our people give excellent service. And it's a fair thing to do because it's the one thing you can absolutely control that can differentiate you from your competitor. But the thing is everyone says this and the reality is, and if you're like me, you go to, you do, when you live your life, you're a consumer of everything. You visit all sorts of businesses to do all sorts of things and you receive service that is sometimes excellent and sometimes terrible and most often somewhere in between. Why is that when we're all trying to achieve excellent service? It's because we're not getting the basics right. If we start by just getting the basics right, all the elegant, complex stuff can happen afterwards. So I'm gonna walk through four basic points when it comes to interacting people, interacting with people. And I'm using a face-to-face context, but you can modify this for, you know, over the phone or, or digitally. But I'm going to four basic things that are rarely done well. I'll explain what they look like, why they're not done well. And if you can do these things, it will definitely set you apart from the others. So let me tell you a story. The other day I was in a large sports store and it was pretty empty. I was there during the day and it was a huge store, not very many customers in there at all. And there were quite a few staff around the place. And the way this store operates is you go in and you you look at all the stuff they've got there. And I was buying a cricket ball. You go into the cricket section, there's a million cricket balls there. You, you pick the one you want. There's people around you can ask for help if you need it and they're very helpful, no issue there. And then you, you work your way out of the shop and you get to the front of the shop, which is where the checkout is. And the way the checkout works, it's a big long counter and depending on how busy there are, they might have one, two, three or four staff behind the counter and you queue up in a, in a central queuing sort of setup and when it's your turn, they call the next person from the line and you go up and you, you pay for your, your cricket ball and off you go. So very standard sort of model, works fine. So I went to the shop the other day and it was, as I said, very, very quiet. 
So I, I get my cricket ball and I walk up to the, the line and there's only one lady serving, which is fine because it was really, really quiet. And I was the only customer standing in the line. So I walk up to the, the where you queue, she's behind the counter and she's got her head down doing something behind the computer. I don't know what it is. This is how she called me up. Can I serve the next person in line, please? So I walked up and I said hello, made eye contact, gave her a smile and said, I'd just like to buy this, thank you. Again, without really making eye contact, she goes, yes, puts it through, hands me the cricket ball. Do you want a bag for that? No, thank you. Done. I say, thanks, she goes, have a nice day, and out I walk. Now, to me, that was a really disappointing service experience, given that she certainly had the time and the ability to be a bit friendlier and really represent her company well, which she didn't do. Now, was she rude? No. Was she inefficient? No, not at all. Did I have to wait overly long? No, nothing wrong with that. Did she make a mistake in processing the transaction? No. All of that was fine. But my feeling in going into the shop was that she didn't care about me at all. Now, does she have to? Not really. But does this shop want to differentiate itself from the other mega sports store in the same shopping center? Well, they probably do. And they have differentiated themselves and not in a good way. So my four tips for this young lady and for anyone who's working with and dealing with people and if you want to give excellent service. The first one is eye contact. When you're calling someone up from a line or from a queue or when they approach you and when they want to deal with you, look them in the eye. So instead of, can I help the next person in line please, it would have been good if she looked at me and then she would have realised that I was the only person in line and so can I help the next person in line please, although I'm sure that's the script she's got taught to say, doesn't make any sense and seems really weird. I was looking over my shoulder, there was no one behind me. So she could have just looked up and said, yes thanks, can I help you? Eye contact, look the person in the eye. Why don't people do that? The general reason I believe and I've experienced over you know, my time working in business that sometimes people won't make eye contact when they're calling people up is they're afraid of engaging in what could be a confrontational situation. Now clearly in this case there was no way there was going to be any confrontation but imagine the same scenario where the store is very, very busy and maybe it's Christmas time, and maybe all the staff are on, but there's heaps of customers, and maybe I've had to wait five minutes to get served, which can seem like five hours when you're standing in a queue. Maybe then the habit that this staff member's learned is I just won't put my head up because then I can't have it shot off by the client. Now that's actually understandable. It's our natural response to physiologically hide from things that might hurt us or harm us, but it's actually the opposite of what you should do. Although it's quite counterintuitive, what you should be doing is engaging with that person, even if they've had to wait a long time, because even if they're a bit grumpy and angry that you've made them wait five minutes, by looking them in the eye and confronting the situation and then doing my number two point, which is to give a nice smile, you take a lot of the heat out of the situation. Now, I acknowledge there are some customers who are going to be mean to you no matter what, because they've woken up and decide that today's the day I'm going to inflict misery on everyone's life around me. I know those people exist. I wish they didn't. I'm sure you do too. They're out there. But honestly, they'd be maybe two in a thousand. Everyone else, even if they're a bit grumpy waiting in the line, when you, one, 
make eye contact, to smile, and then say, can I help you please? Can I help you sir? Can I help you madam? Good morning sir, how can I help you? It's very hard for them to, to open the batting by abusing you and saying, oh you idiot, blah blah blah. And if they do, then you can sweetly smile and make eye contact and say, well I'm, I'm terribly sorry for the bite, but I'd love to help you now, what can I do? And again, if they then want to carry on with it, well that, that's a whole different situation and look, can I say, no one gets paid enough to be abused, sworn at or called nasty names, so it's not about that, but it's about being open, being upfront, smiling and welcoming the interaction. You're there to serve people, welcome the fact you're about to serve them. If you build up that habit of avoiding them, the eye contact because you're worried what they'll say, then even when it's really quiet, you still want to do the, can I help the next person in line please? But Paul, I'm shy. And that's understood, and some people are really shy. And it can be harder sometimes when you're a more introverted, shyer personality to open yourself up to people. But if you're in the service industry, that is what you get paid to do. And if you fake it till you make it enough, you'll get into a great habit of interacting nicely with people. You can still be a, a quiet person, but treat people with a lovely smile and great eye contact. So one eye contact, two smile. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. Point three is acknowledge. Now, point three only comes into action if it is busy or if there has been an inconvenience. And here's how we do it. So again, I'll use the same sports store scenario and this time we're really busy. And we, we look up and we say, hello, can I help you, sir? Really sorry about the wait. Or thanks for waiting, really appreciate your patience because some people aren't into apologizing because they, you know, that, which is fine, right? But it's an acknowledgement that there was a bit of inconvenience and a wait. That goes a long way again to taking the heat out of the interaction because we're owning the fact that you know, there's been a bit of inconvenience and we're confronting it, we're acknowledging it, but now we're ready to serve and help. Where I see this done sometimes brilliantly or terribly, depending on the situation, is when you fly. And for those of you who jump on planes from time to time, like I do, occasionally, perhaps more often than we'd like, the flight is delayed a while before we take off. And you know, you might be you might be on the plane, ready to go, ready to get to your destination, and you might be sitting there for 10, 15 minutes without the plane moving. And again, that can seem like a very long time, particularly once everyone's settled down and put their bags away and all that sort of stuff. Work with your sales presentations and chat to you again soon. Behaves in this situation. So there's one of two things they can do. They can either completely ignore the fact that you've been waiting or they can acknowledge it. And the best pilots I've heard do this will say things like, ladies and gentlemen, sorry for the continued delay. Just to let you know, we're still waiting for some of the paperwork to come in, which we've just about completed. Once that's happened, we'll have you underway as soon as possible. Again, we really do acknowledge their wait, apologise for it, and you know, thank you for choosing to fly Qantas. And as someone who's sitting in the plane, you can hear the heat go out of all the grumbling that's been starting to rise for the last five or so minutes. It's, and it's purely because the pilot chose to communicate with the people, makes them feel a bit more relaxed, and that then takes the heat off the other people who are trying to give great service to the cabin, the cabin crew. Now, the pilot, I, I, don't, I have no idea whether the airlines train their pilots to do that or whether they don't. I, I honestly don't know, I've not worked in that industry. But I'll tell you this, 
in my opinion, the main role of the pilot is to get the plane up in the air safely, get it to where it's supposed to go at 30,000 feet in the air and land it safely and you know, make sure we get to where we're going. If they don't acknowledge an inconvenience or a weight, it's not the end of the world. But gee, it makes a big difference. It makes a difference as to how I feel as a customer. So I, I think it's absolutely fantastic when it's done. But then I've also been in planes where nothing's been said and you just take off. And it's funny because you hear all the passengers talking about it going, what was that all about? So that communication is a really, really important part of service. So whether it's the sports store flying the jet plane or somewhere in between, just acknowledging, yes, I appreciate you had to wait a bit and I apologise for that or I acknowledge that, but now I'm ready to help you out is a big thing. The other way you can do it too, which I've seen done by really good people who are good at service, is you might be behind the counter at a retail store, there's people milling around everywhere trying to get served. The next person's ready and you're busy with someone else and just saying to that person, Madam, wait a second, I'll only be another couple of minutes and I'll be ready to serve you. It's just a way of acknowledging that you're there and it makes a huge difference, just that acknowledgement is really important. Fourth one is a great farewell. Once we've finished interacting with the person, the way we farewell them is really, really important. And there's no right words to say, it's whatever, but just whatever makes them leave feeling good. So I'm okay with having a nice day, as long as it's sent with a bit of intent and you, know, you look them in the eye, you smile and you, and you mean it. I don't really mind what they say. You know, enjoy the rest of your day, have a lovely weekend. Thanks for dealing with us. Thanks for flying Qantas, whatever it is. Uh, a really great farewell is important, but it's gotta come from the heart. You've gotta actually mean what you say, very, very important. Years ago, I worked for the Commonwealth Bank and one of the things that they asked us to do was to uh, thank every customer for banking with us when we finished dealing with them. And when they brought this in, I was a branch manager at the time. And I remember my staff saying to me, oh, that seems stupid to thank every client for banking with us. And I thought to myself, well, that's a pretty good idea because they could be banking at Westpac or ANZ or one of the other banks that are pretty much identical, in my opinion. And you know, one day the worst thing possible happened to me. I was confronted by a client who called me out on saying this line. So I'd served them and I said, hey, thanks very much for banking with us. And I tried to do it in a really genuine way because I genuinely wanted to thank them. And the client turned around and they said, oh, I bet they tell you to say that. And I said, you know what, sir, they do. But do you know why they do? Because you could just as easily bank with Westpac or National, or ANZ, or Bendigo Bank, or St George, but you chose to come and bank with us. And we want to thank you for that, because we really appreciate it. And the client um, said, yeah, fair enough, and out they walked. So it's really important to, to actually mean it and to come from the heart when you thank someone. So, basic level of service, but I call it excellent, because I go to a lot of businesses where this just doesn't happen. And basic, it's only basic if you do it. Four tips. One, make eye contact. Two, smile. Three, acknowledge if there needs to be some sort of acknowledgement made. Four, give a farewell that shows you really enjoyed working with that person. Those are my four tips on basic but excellent customer service. Thank you very much for listening and we'll chat to you soon. Thanks so much for watching. I hope you found this video helpful and if you did, please don't forget to like, subscribe and hit the notification bell when you're notified when a new episode's posted. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted in Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS.
While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. And if you want to know more, check out kangaroofern.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com